Hey, welcome back to Summer Camp Programming Podcasts. I'm Kurt. And I'm Chris. And this week we are, we're still in our Spicing Up Activities Month, and we're going to talk about arts and crafts. Uh, you know, I'm, I enjoy arts and crafts like the next person, but I'm not an arts and crafts expert. And I don't think Chris is either. But I think we do have some really neat ideas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm an I'm more ideas than than actually the doing part. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's you know that's why I always uh, uh, hiring an arts and crafts person who is like really good is not mm-hmm. easy. It, no, it's not easy. It's not easy to find that person. Uh, just like you, your photographer, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I think I think craft people there because there's so many different things of crafts too like it's not all just glue or paint or it, there's just so many different means of doing a craft true and you might find somebody that's a great painter but they're horrible at clay or something so <laughs> right it's just a hard job it is it is let's see it looks like well, maybe you have a couple of I more i don't have that many more one two three four. so let, let's start we'll, we'll start with you and then we'll go one for one okay sounds good well and if you were listening a couple weeks ago you and heard that you, you better have your coffee ready or whatever whatever your your sip of the day is because I'm probably gonna say Pinterest a lot today. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And so that is I say Pinterest is number one. If you're looking for crafty ideas, go to Pinterest. I I even have I know on my Pinterest page I have a whole board of camp crafts um, that are just things that are pretty simple for kids to make, pretty cheap. You can get some cheap supplies and stuff, but definitely Pinterest great way to see some ideas and it's true spice it, it, up. Is, it is great and and you know um obviously family friendly podcast but if you were to do a drinking game mm-hmm. out of this pinterest would be the word get your um, get your duncan get your coffee <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be caffeinated like crazy um so no pinterest that's the go-to place that's the go-to place so and and there's really a lot of a lot of great craft sites though um and we'll we'll add a couple or i'll add a couple i don't know if you have any go-to but i definitely have them on my site uh, summercamppro.com a resource section and on the website's resources there's some good crafts so if any of you are looking for you know my big thing is that i one of my pet peeves my camp pet peeves is making crafts that are just going to get thrown away at home yes. that have no real value. It's just kind of a, a or even thrown away at camp. They don't even or, make a home. Seriously. And, and because crafts is usually a lot of times it's, it's a, it's a big budget line item. Yep. Um, and if you're going to be spending money, all that money on an activity, it might, you might want to have it to where those kids are going to keep that craft for a while. Mm-hmm. Anywho. My first one is a makerspace. Makerspace, love makerspace. Basically what a makerspace is, it's your crafts room and you've got everything available for the campers to come in and make whatever they want. So if they want to, you know, they want to use some paper, if they want to use some paint, if they want to use some popsicle sticks and glue, whatever. It's kind of on them. So it's it's a space where they can grab their supplies and make what they want. 
And the way to really make that work is for the crafts leader to have a number of displays, like here's something you can make, here's something you can make, and be the facilitator of how do you make this? Okay, let me help you out here or there. Uh, But just kind of giving them free reign to make whatever they want. And even even as far as having Legos there, they're not going to take those home, of course, but... Maybe they just want to make something there uh, with Legos. That's a good idea. Yeah. So just having a maker space, an area, and you really do need to have that organized to where they can go up and kind of grab what they want. Or if you want to keep a, a tight hold on things, on supplies, maybe they ask you as the activity leader, hey, I want this, and you get it for them. Um, but I, yeah, I love the idea of a maker space. Yeah. Makerspace is like the current camp buzzword, too. You hear that a lot it for is. camps, getting a makerspace. Um, so mine, I wanted, we're big on outdoors and nature here, and so I, I always think, even with our crafts, use nature. Um, and so we have, I know one of our crafts that we make is a hedgehog. Um, so we have kind of the clay for the body, and then we put sticks all over his back. So you just get <laughs> okay. a, a twigs that have fallen down outside and get a bunch of those and um, <laughs> make the little sticks out of the back. It's cute. Um, or we do uh, pine cone flowers. So you, you peel off the, I guess, petals of a pine cone, whatever those little parts of a pine cone are called. Um, right. And you could peel those off and paint them and glue them onto a paper and then make them look like flowers and stuff. And so, But just use nature. I mean, there's a lot out there you can be really creative with. And then at least where we're at having the woods, we have a lot of that free on the ground because it's, right. it's fallen from the trees and stuff. So it doesn't cost. Well, and I know I've mentioned this before is uh, rocks using rocks and painting rocks. Mm-hmm. And stuff oh like yeah. That, so rock painting's huge right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so my next one, just kind of spice things up a little bit. Uh, music in the crafts area, either is this something playing in the background or, or you get to, make no, no, no. So just something playing in the background. Okay. Um, and, you know, have a Spotify playlist playing. Yeah. And it's just, I, I don't know, I'm, I like having music as I'm working. Makes the area a little more fun. Not quite as dull and right. quiet. <laughs> cra- especially crafts, if you're if the kids are really intense and focused, it's going to be real quiet in there. Right. Um, and so having that background, I like that. Um, so something new we're doing this year, um, and like you said earlier how crafts are, they can be a big budget. Um, So this year we're going to let the kids pick and pay um, for it. And so we'll have, we'll kind of have our maker space like normal. You can go and make this, you know, done. But then if you want to make a certain item, so the craft lady or guy is going to have a bunch of different crafts that are up there and they'll have a cost to them. So if you want to make this item, it costs a dollar, you know, something fairly cheap. And so then the kids get all the tools. And so if they're making, I I know one of them, my wife is working on this year's a paracord snake. And so it looks like a snake made out of paracord. Um, paracord uh, string isn't super expensive, but it does have a cost. And so, you know, I think it's like 25 cents or 50 cents. You get enough materials to make the paracord snake. Um, and just to kind of help with some of that budget of we got all this stuff. And then I, I feel very much, too, when kids put a little into it, if they're, if they're spending something for it it makes it a little more valuable for them so that they will take it home and hang it up and do some different things. You know, I bought this, I paid for this, I want to hang it up. So, and wh- uh, so where do they buy it again? So we have a whole craft room. And so they, when they go into the craft room, all of these different 
they have all these different ideas and the kids can say, hey, I want to make the paracord snake. And so the craft um, person can then go get, okay, here's your string, here's your googly eyes, here's your tongue, you know, here, and I'm going to help give you instructions, you know, and that's 50 cents. And so they can, um, all of our campers, they don't carry around money. We keep it all on their um, account. Right, right. And so the, uh, the, the craft person can pull up their, their account and just take it right off of their camp store. So now, I have seen camp store. I have seen camps where you can go and you can when you go to the camp store like your cabin goes mm-hmm. they'll have little kits of maybe yes. like friendship bracelets or you can buy cord to make uh, lanyards and um, that's pretty much what this is. It's just you have you're doing it in the craft room. Right, right, right. So you have the craft leader there helping you kind yeah. of make this. Interesting. All right, I like that. So my next one is to do science experiments. I know it's 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 not arts and crafts per se, but it is creating something. It's putting things together, and if. Arts and crafts is maybe getting a little old, or maybe they're coming a second time for the session. Uh, this is one way you can spice it up. It's just like, hey, let's do some science experiments. Like I said, not exactly arts and crafts, but yeah. could be. You're fun. still making something. I like that. Make something. Yeah. So my next one, I actually um, got this really cool these markers when I was down at ACA Nationals, um, and I cannot remember the name of the markers. They have a special. How much name. money did you spend? I always spend way too much money on these things. Um, that is pretty common. <laughs> I love camp, and so it doesn't take much for me to spend money at these things. Uh, but these markers, um, whatever they're made of, the, the, it's a gas that's in these markers. And so you can actually you draw on a normal piece of paper. So you give the markers to the kids in paper, and they're drawing a picture. And then you can then iron it on, or we have a heat press, like a T-shirt heat press. And that can go on cloth, it could go on mouse pads, it can go on whatever, and it it imprint almost like a t-shirt imprint, but it's whatever these markers are made out of. Um, you don't feel like the the lines, like a t-shirt imprint, you'd feel like the the lines of the vinyl or whatever. These are it somehow this gas from this marker it like soaks into the the white and it has to be white, but it soaks into the white t-shirt or the white cloth or the white um, mouse pad. Um, and so the, it's a lot easier. So if you try to color on a shirt, that's really hard to do, but you can color, make a pretty cool design on a piece of paper and then have that imprinted onto a shirt. And so I will put, um, cause I have them in the other room, but I will find out the name of these markers and put where <laughs> you can buy them. But it was, I was, huh. I mean, it was so funny cause all these adults are walking by this booth at the vendor fair and they're all stopping and, and coloring pictures. So they could have made a little mouse pad of a picture that they colored, um, and it's just, it was cool. Like, people were putting on socks, too, so that you can put it on your socks and stuff. Wow, that's interesting. It was neat. So. That was cool. I, I, I liked check it. Check that out. Yeah. Sublimation. Sublimation markers. That's the name of it. Sublimation? Yes. So okay. whatever it is, it's a gas kind of thing. So it's in the ink, and then it, it smells awful. But that sublimation ink goes into the material, and so it doesn't, like, peel off like you would think, like, with vinyl and stuff. It, right. It, like puts it into the material interesting i got to go back to the whole pay for your crafts thing <laughs> I, I do you do you have like a free one would you have a free we, option yeah. so we do have several free stuff or like our maker space area would be free right um and this is just like oh i want to make a paracord snake oh i like the 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 stick hedgehog that's all free 
So it's because because I'm thinking that's hedgehog. that's actually a I mean it's a better way to spend your your money than yeah, getting instead of buying uh, soda and Twizzlers. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, I'm on board with it now. Is what I'm yeah. saying. I just had to process well, it a bit. Yeah, this is the first year we're doing it, so we'll see how it works. But we've even talked about um, gift cards or coupons and stuff that you can win during different games and activities. Like, hey, you just want a three dollar gift card to the craft store or whatever. Because we've done that with our canteen. Oh, you won a piece of can. You know, here's you've won fifty cents and two. But then we can give out gift cards like for certain things, certain items in the craft room. Totally right, right. Done a couple of roundtables where it's like things that have worked over mm-hmm. the past summer. And so I think we should, once we get through the summer, I, I, I'd like to hear what worked and what didn't work that yes. you tried at camp. Um, there's so there's we'll do, always, we'll yeah, I, I actually had a lot because I was part of that roundtable and I think I gave you several things that, uh, so a few that worked and several like, nope, that bombed. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> That's a good attempt, but that failed miserably. <laughs> so my next one is uh, is to hold a showcase. Uh, let the kids know that, hey, we're going to have a showcase at the end of the week where we're going to basically kind of take the best crafts and put them up almost like an art show. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or maybe not the best craft, maybe, maybe all the crafts, uh, depending on if they go to Arts and Crafts once or... They have the option to go multiple times, and they can do uh, a project over a certain number of days. But Or maybe they say, hey, I want to submit this to the showcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it gives them a little bit more incentive to put more effort into whatever their project is. Uh, they're yeah. like, oh, the whole camp's going to see this, and, and I want you know, to put my best foot forward and just showcase it. So, well, yeah. especially if you give them the choice. Exactly. Do you want to showcase this or not? I like that. Or not. Yep. That's fun. Um, so my next one's buttons. We talk. I feel like we talk about buttons in almost every episode. Uh, <laughs> but the if you do not have a button maker, check them out. They are. It's probably the 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 most used thing I think I've ever bought for camp. Um, we make tons and tons of buttons. But um, that's one of the things we're going to offer in the camp store this year is we'll have the little round circles. Um, and they can draw, design, whatever on the circles, and then we'll make a button out of it. And so they can kind of make their own buttons that way. Um, we're even talking about um, possibly having a laptop in there where they can design it on the computer too and oh. then print it off and kind of have a button then that way. But the kids, I, it's the best marketing I think we've ever paid for or haven't paid for really because the kids will wear these buttons on their backpacks and on their, their hats and stuff. And then they wear it to school and other kids are like, Oh, that's really cool. Where'd you get that from? And then you get to, Oh, I got that from camp. Good news. You know, and it's a nice little marketing for us that we didn't have to pay for or do. So do you, do you sell buttons in your camp store? We do. And so we make, um, we have a bunch that are common, like because we have the pet skunk, um, so we have Williams, I pet a skunk at Camp Good News and things like that. Or we have all of our funny, we have funny camp rules. Um, so we'll put those, you can buy the rules. Um, we even have like the s'mores button. You can buy a graham cracker, you can buy the chocolate, you can buy the marshmallow <laughs> and make, make your own s'mores. And then each week, if, um, especially during skit night at opening night campfire, if something silly happens, some inside joke that just right. this week would understand, we will make buttons for those and sell them in the camp store. 
Um, so then the kids can, you know, go home and be like, here's this button. And they try and tell their parents this hilarious story that was hilarious at camp. But if you're not there, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, and do the they, kids trade them at all? They haven't. I don't, as far as I know, I don't think it was traded, but I bet they, I mean, I could see that happening. And do you sell lanyards that they could put them on? or they We do. Them? Yep. So we sell um, every, if they buy a lanyard, every lanyard comes with one free button. Um, so if they just buy a lanyard, then they get a free button and then they can buy buttons after that. But I know. Uh, yeah. and again, you probably see in the round table, Camp Gilead, um, mm-hmm. does a, does a huge button trading program and they have where they sell their buttons as well. Or you get like a little starter kit, the lanyard and, um, I think three or five buttons. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's well, huge I'm... there. And I love, I love buttons. What would, are you, what size are yours? Do you, do you know? It's the... I think they're they're either an inch or they're an inch. Probably. They're right yeah. close to it. It's whatever yeah. like the common one size yeah, is. That's, that's um, it. That's the size that everyone likes. But it was fun. I mean, the button maker. I think we paid about two hundred bucks for it online, um, and then you buy you get five hundred pieces um, to make a button off Amazon. I think we paid seventy bucks for that. And then we sell the buttons for a dollar each. And we went through the first year. I think two or 3,000 buttons that sold that year in the camp. And we're not huge. We only have 400 campers. <laughs> so it, the buttons are just huge. Yeah. The kids love them. And so, I mean, we made that money back real fast. So um, love my buttons. That We call we do call them camp swag, though. That is our fun. You get your camp swag. Nice, nice. So, so my next one is choices, but you kind of went over that with your, you know, if the kids pick and and pay, they have different yeah. choices. But I'm just going to reiterate: giving them choices. If they go to mm-hmm. crafts, you got a couple of cabins that go to crafts or a couple of groups. Um, it's it's great to have a you know one quality craft, but to give them maybe three choices, like what do you want to make, yep. that makes it so much better. Obviously, if your craft is making paper, um, which which is a awesome craft, then that takes so much time mm-hmm. with the activity leader or, or the counselor or both um, that you, you really can't offer something else unless it's very self-directed craft. But if it's not like that and, and you can walk around as the activity or your activity leader can do that, then offering choices is a great way to spice that up. Uh, you know, I've seen too many times where kids We'll go and half of them will be excited about a craft. The other half will be like rolling their eyes. Uh, so, yep. All right. Well, I think it's cool to even have a, this is the craft of the day. Like, so you, the, the craft person can almost advertise that at announcements or something like, Hey, today's big craft of the day is this. But as always, we have all these different options. Right. So, cool. So uh, my next one, we did talk about a little bit, the, the friendship bracelets, the paracord bracelets, mm-hmm. um, it's just a fun thing to do, um, and it's if you have a whatever a thirty-minute craft time, you can get them started, and that's something they can finish later. They can do that in their cabins. They could do that while they're sitting and waiting on you know transition time or something. But um, teaching them how to do it ahead of time, and then let, they can take that craft that they they've got and then go and work on it elsewhere. So you don't need the two hours or three hours or however long it takes to make those friendship bracelets. They can go and work on that outside of the craft room. Right, right. Oh, and they. 
they love friendship bracelets. Oh yeah. Oh, I found some really cool ones this year and we tried it with my kiddos. And so even my four-year-old did pretty well at that. So I think the campers will do, it. but you get these little cardboard circles and it's <laughs> where just, have you been, you... man? Those have been around for years. Yeah. I, apparently I am. I don't look up crafts a whole lot. That is my problem, but it was so cool. It is cool. We tried to use them and the kids would, the ones, the kids who did use them, it was, it was great. But so many of them were like, nah, I, I got this. Yeah. Uh, especially the older campers. They didn't want to use the little cards, but mm-hmm. it is cool. A lot of times if you go to like a craft store and you get the little book that says how to yep. make friendship bracelets, it'll come with one of those cards. It's yeah, pretty ingenious whoever card. came up with it. Cause we've made a bunch out of, cardboard and boxes and junk but i'm like i need to just find i'm sure there's like i can buy some kind of pre-made already done fairly cheap cards that they're just there and ready to go i can buy those off amazon then i don't have to make all these cardboard and did you did you get a bunch of them i don't know i haven't i haven't even looked it up okay. that's why I, I i need to look and see if they're even available so i don't have to do all this right sometimes i will pay for things if it helps me get out of doing a bunch of different work <laughs> so for sure I'm like, I could either cut out all these little circles because we wanted the kids to be able to take them and work with them back in their cabin. So we were totally expecting that we'll never see those cardboard boxes, circles gotcha. ever again. Um, but I'm like, man, if I got to cut it, because cutting cardboard's not the easiest thing either. No, no. <laughs> so, I got to cut all this out. That is, And we drew arrows on it too. So they would know you always go this way, like follow the arrows. Right. But, my next one is to integrate pop culture as a way to spice up arts and crafts. For an example, uh, there are a couple of tutorials online where you can make the supply llama from Fortnite. Yes. Uh, but that's, you know, doing little crafts that integrate usually maybe Minecraft or, or some video game, or if there's something. Uh, from a movie or that type of thing. And again, Pinterest is your friend when yes. it comes to things like this. Uh, just maybe put in pop culture crafts or what have you. Granted, a lot of them are going to be adult crafts. Um, <laughs> so maybe you want to put pop, you know, pop culture children's crafts or something like that. So, uh, so there's no, you know, a lot of sewing or anything going on. Uh, but integrate pop culture uh, when possible. Yeah, and that I even with that Fortnite, I I mean I know our boys and girls are so into it, but the guys really seem into that, and, and guys aren't always going towards the craft area, so that's, that's a great way to get the guys. You know, hey, we got a Fortnite craft. I know my son would be there making that dumb llama. Like <laughs> he would love that. So. Yep. Uh, so my next one is kind of a different craft. It's not a craft that you can take home. Um, we call it nature art here, and it's a it's a craft that, and this is my word I'm I'm coining. It prettifies prettifies an area, so it makes an area pretty. Um, okay. But where uh, you whatever you have kind of an area or around a big tree or something, and you can put leaves and rocks and um, put them in a design, and so you can have a whole cabin or group working on this, and you have all these rocks making a spiral design or something like that, um, and just make the area a little bit prettier, a little bit neater. Um, it may not, you know, if you're using leaves, it may not be a permanent thing. It'll be gone or blow away, but, um, just kind of a fun thing to do that makes the area a little bit nicer, a little bit different, but you can take a picture and take it home. Here's what we did, but you don't get to take the actual area home. You, you know, it's not a craft you can take with you. 
Well, if we're talking, yeah, I agree. If we're talking um, doing art in nature, then mm-hmm. there are a couple things uh, that I've done in the past as well, which one of them is art in nature. And you t- pair up the campers and they go and they take rocks or sticks, or just whatever they can find, and they make a little art piece. Mm-hmm. And then we go around and we go to each one and look at everybody's art piece. Uh, and so, it's yeah, it's really fun. I've got uh, a, a blog post on that. Also, doing uh, fairy houses. Yes. That's another one. Yep. You could do a whole fairy village. Um, so I know of a camp that has taken it to an extreme where they have, you know, a little fairy general store and a fairy this. And so they'll have a whole area where uh, you have to know how to get there in their woods. Uh, but it stays up all the time. Uh, at the day camp that I directed where we were on an island, we would do this with the kids and we would tell them, you know, there are fairies, there are island fairies that <laughs> travel around uh, the whole island. They don't stay in one spot. Um, but we want to create little homes for them. So when they come to this spot, then they can have a place to stay. And so the little kids especially will really get into it. Uh, And they'll make little hot tubs for them and (laughs) everything else. And so what they do is when those kids, you know, we have our little fairy village and fairy houses and stuff. And then the next day we'll come back and one of the leaders or myself will sprinkle each one with glitter. Uh, And then we'll say, Hey, everybody come back. (laughs) And we'll be like, it looks like the fairies actually stayed here and and they saw them and there's fairy dust on them. And the kids get all excited about it. Of course, the older kids are like, okay, that's glitter. Yeah. (laughs) But the younger kids are just like fascinated. They're like, yeah, that's so cool. Um, but that's definitely, that's definitely art and nature for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like it. Just makes an area prettier. <laughs> that's right. Uh, my next one is to do a group project. Uh, what that is, you know, figure it out. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but you know, if it's definitely the older kids, you can do a mural on a wall mm-hmm. or you can, uh, paint a bench and, and put little designs on it or something like that. Think about a group project that the whole cabin or whole group can do together. And uh, you can certainly take pictures of that, put it on your website. And it's something that maybe they can come back uh, next year and be like, Hey, you know, or when their parents pick them up, we, we did that, you know? So we were part of this. So that's cool. Uh, My next one, uh, it's clay creations is what we call it. And so down by our Creek bed, we have a lot of really good and actually decent clay um, that we can dig out and then the kiddos can make stuff out of that clay. We let it bake in the sun and then they get to take home their little clay creation. It's not, it's not perfect. Sometimes it takes a while to get out rocks and, and things that are in the clay. Um, and it, it, we don't have like a big clay oven, which I can kiln. We don't have a kiln. And so we just let it bake in the sun and dry. So sometimes at the end of the week, it's like, Oh, you made this really cool thing, but it kind of got destroyed or <laughs> it, it <laughs> fell apart. Um, we always try and make sure if it's going to rain, we move the clay that's drying under a shelter or something. But so yeah, this clay down it. from the, the yeah, it's just from our dirt and, and our dirt and clay that we have here at camp, and it'll solidify to where it it's, does. 
Wow, that's I, cool. I, say, I have even on my uh, on my shelf here behind me. I have a couple. I have a shark and an elephant no that some way. kids made for me. So they, I've had those for years up here. And they don't just <laughs> crumble away, huh? So they just, you got to make them pretty thick. And so yeah. my kids will try and make real thin stuff. Or I, I even made, um, I just had it in the nature center and broke it on Sunday, um, a little flower. And it, it was, I mean, it was pretty thin, and but it fell and broke and shattered. But, but like we'll have even toothpicks and stuff. So if they want to make like a human, oh, we, right. we show them how use the toothpicks to put in the arms to kind of help give them like some rebar and give them some support and skeletal um, system. But. I've never worked with clay. Is there some something you can spray on them to make them? Probably a we don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm just know. Curious. I'm sure somebody out there knows. Yeah. Um, it, it, it still <laughs> bakes pretty hard. I mean, I don't want to get it wet, but it does bake right. fairly hard. I mean, it's like a little rock. That's so. cool. Uh, my next thing is to do designs. Now, you know, maybe you kind of touched on this with the uh, buttons, right? Um, mm-hmm. But you can design logos uh, for maybe maybe you have a cabin logo, yeah, or you know a, a T-shirt. Design a T-shirt that you can uh, maybe the best one will be used next year for a a uh, special edition T-shirt. Um, but yeah, just kind of do a like either design project where. All the campers can do it individually, or they can uh, pair up, or as a group project. But do some kind of designing. I like we did uh, at the last camp I was at. Um, we would buy white pillowcases, and they would make they design their flag, and the cabin would count you know carry that around. This is uh-huh. our team. Yep. And, and so, but. Yeah. So my last one I have is a very weird one. And we actually um, I was at a zoo, and I saw at the gift store at the zoo you could buy these little paintings that were like they snake painted this or an elephant or whatever. Um, and so we talked with the zoo and found out. And so we do at our camp, we call it toad painting. Um, and what we do is we have toads. We have different toads in our nature center. If the kids catch, cause we have tons of toads out in our woods. Um, and if you paint on the bottom of them and it's the cheap fabric paint that you can buy, um, the cheapest stuff is the zoo said is the most non-toxic. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, the only thing is you can't let it dry on the animal. So if you paint it on them and then the toad will hop around for a little bit and then you got to put it in water and clean off that paint and paint the next color on the bottom of the toad, let them hop around a little bit. And so this toad is creating some kind of hopping masterpiece for you on your paper. Um, But you do have to keep dipping him in the water and cleaning it off because you can't let it dry. Um, And every now and then the toad will pee on the paper. So you have a watercolor. (laughs) (laughs) So. But the kids, we did it a couple years ago, um, and we'll probably put it back in. Um, it's been a few years, so we'll put it back in this year. Um, the kids love it because they get to take home this painting that was they they what they did is they painted the you know the legs and the kind of the belly a little bit of this toad, and that it hopped around on the paper and painted for them. And so, but yeah, we learned that from a zoo, and the kids love it. They think it's the neatest thing. So, so you just grab how many toads do you have? Well, during the summer, we always have a ton because the kids will catch them and bring them to the nature center um, for us. And so, and since that's the most prevalent thing we have out here at camp besides squirrels, um, and they're a little bit easier to catch than squirrels, um, the kids will bring those to us. And so like, here's a toad, do you need this? And we're like, sure, we'll put it. Usually what we do is we'll put the toads in the tank for a week. Um, so the kids can come in the nature. They're like, that's my toad. That's the one I caught. And then at the end <laughs> of the weekend, we leave. 
yeah, we free all the toads. <laughs> so I will have 20, 30 toads, it seems wow. like. So that kind of reminds me, I don't know if you saw it, it's in one of the roundtables, uh, Maggot Art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you put, you put some temp, uh, tempera paint, is that what? Tempera yep. paint? And, it's uh, the cheap stuff. <laughs> right, right. And you put put it on like construction paper and then drop a few maggots in there. And you get maggots from like a fly bait place. Oh. Um and they just kind of squirm around and paint a picture. Mm-hmm. And it's as disgusting as it sounds, apparently teens really enjoy it. I think the, it's cool. Yeah. That's from uh Shelly, Shelly Mitchell. Um and yeah, it she she has a picture there. It looks fun, actually. <laughs> I'll have to check. Which which was that what round table was that in? Uh things we want to try. Okay. Oh, I don't know if I have that one. I will have to look. So, um, cool. So yeah. Uh, but that that's a i'm sure you could get other maybe you could put some paint on the feet of your fox and let yeah him we've done out. it with the skunk i say i have a little i have a skunk one i have a <laughs> we do so, I, so we did a lot so we'll actually sell a few because that's where we learned it from with the zoo they were selling them in their <laughs> store and so we have you know so the cool. snake so we have some you can buy in the store that the snake made or the, the skunk and zoo the fox. That. I'm going to check now. It's check pretty con- I say almost every zoo I've been at has where you can go and buy these little paintings and stuff that and they're expensive at zoos. It's like 40 bucks for like a little what? three by five card. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so I'm like, that's ah, way too much money. Cars <laughs> are not quite that high. <laughs> All right. So, um, that's what we have as far as uh, all of our ideas. I'm sure there's a few that you probably thought, yeah, we could do that at camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and give them a shot. Let us know how it works out for you. Uh, so the, uh, I don't know, the, the little bonus item or whatever, I don't know what we <laughs> call it. So we, don't, we need a name for this what part what, of uh, the... Ember, the, since we're from around the camp, the Ember. Is that the Ember, the, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, is uh, websites of the week. So sticking with this theme, my website of the week is mrprintables.com. And on Mr. Printables, I actually just came across this website not too long ago. But basically, the site has just a lot of craft printables, uh, templates that you can just print out and make crafts from. And there's recycled crafts and, and sewing card type things. And it's just a lot of really cool stuff. So check it out. Uh, might be just what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, and then mine. So, and I will have to put the actual web address in the show notes cause it's crazy long, but it's through cnet.com and it's how to turn any picture into a coloring page. Oh. And so you're making your DIY coloring pages. Um, and so it, it's a whole instruction <laughs> sheet right. on how to um, upload a picture from your camp. So you got a picture of your camp sign or you got a picture of the cabins or something. Um, find a good picture that has like a lot of different, like not a lot of busy background. That's hard to do. But um, if it has good lighting, good contrast, and then you can turn this picture into a, a an image where the, it mainly just outlines it. And then the campers can color that picture. And so just kind of a fun little crafty thing. And that so like really I know cool. we have we have pictures of our camp sign and they, they love that. They'll go and get that and color pictures of the camp sign. Ha, nice. 
Um, all right, so next week we're going to be talking about indoor activities, so those days when it's really uh, hot or it's raining, and uh, kind of uh, you know some ideas to spice that up. Spice it up. Spice it up. Well, so from around the spicy campfire, this spice has been Kurt and Chris. Thanks so much for listening. My next one, well, you, it's the same thing, I, right? It is. So I you just took mine, like, so sorry, I will I go on to the one. <laughs> <laughs> the notification beep on your computer is so loud, dude. Is it? I, it, I, it I, is. Even, I was wondering if that was me. I'm like, is that me? Where is that coming from? I'm turn <laughs> off somehow. Turn on Do Not Disturb. Okay, I turned on Do Not Disturb. Beautiful. I'm like, I don't know how to do it, but Siri will. <laughs> <laughs> go Siri. Uh, this is a great way to spice things up. You all right there? Sorry. No I, problem. I, was try, I leaned way back to try and get away from the microphone. <laughs> from around this spicy campfire, <laughs> this has been Chris and Kurt. Thanks so much. For listening. <laughs> so or, I'll just, do that. or just thanks. Thanks. <laughs> just thanks. Just thanks for being there. Thanks for being you. Thanks for being you, right. <laughs>